Get ready for truth bombs and guidance from conservative leaders and entrepreneurs from God-fearing, freedom-loving, truth-telling, patriotic Americans. Welcome to Patriots with Grit. Now let's jump into today's episode with your host, Darren Ross. Hey everybody, we're live from the Reawaken America Tour in Branson, Missouri today, and we have an exciting guest with us today, Anna Kate. Now, Anna has quite the success story. She has quite the story in general. Born in Russia, she was on the, the show Survivor. She was a professional gambler for several years, worked undercover, exposing a lot of things. And I like to throw in the word every now and then, whistleblower. That just kind of just, that just- I work with whistleblowers, yes. She with whistleblower, whistleblowers. But you know, the, the thing is now is she's doing a lot of ministry to help save the country, help save the nation. So Anna, welcome to Patriots with Grit. Thank you so much for nice having, having you. It's on. an honor and a pleasure. <laughs> God bless you watching. So we first saw Anna speak about 19 months ago at an event. I'm like, you know, she's one of the gals we have to get on our show. She's just inspiring, just a ball of energy. And we met her a couple days ago in the media room. We're like, okay, we have to get her scheduled while we're here at this event. So Anna, take it away. Well, you know what? It's all Jesus. You know, I was an atheist liberal growing up in this country. I was born in the Soviet Union. Well, My family brought me here when I was four. And I heard all about Marxism and communism and how evil it is. And again, I was indoctrinated in school. So I was atheist liberal and but I had an encounter with Jesus and I went down the rabbit hole at the same time so I found out there was Satanism up there and kid child child trafficking out there and all all that terrible stuff at the same time I was filming the show Survivor and got back home and I was a poker player like you were saying and then had an encounter with Jesus went down the rabbit hole gave my life to God and decided I want to do something for the country you know I want to do more than just endorse Trump because I was I think I was the only person in reality TV to endorse him at 26, in 2016, but I wanted to do something more than just send a tweet out. You know, I wanted to actually do something. So um, I had a few friends that I, we have mutual friends with James O'Keefe and James ended up reaching out and said, hey, I know you're, you was born in the Soviet Union. Do you want to go invest, you know, investigate some communists? And I thought, what better place to start than the Democratic campaigns? <laughs> <laughs> there you well, go. She, had, she had me when she said the word James O'Keefe for Project Veritas. And if you're not a follower of James O'Keefe's Project Veritas, you should be. Correct. And you're yes. not going to find him on YouTube. That's right. You know, and I used to always say, James O'Keefe, so the, he's the second hardest working man in America because Trump is number one. Mm -hmm. That man doesn't sleep. Let me tell you, you, then you meet Clay Clark and you're like, I don't know. Everyone's tied for first because they're all, the, Jake Clay, you know, wakes up at three in the morning and he starts his day and starts his ministry and prays and reads the Bible and then does his work day. His work day is packed. Same thing with James. Always on the phone, always has these ideas. He loves Project Veritas. I was literally on the road for nine months for five, six out of the seven days a week. Every day. Every day I'm traveling. Even on a Sunday when I would come home and visit my family. Honestly, most of the time is seven out of seven days a week. I'm on the road. And I'm like, James, I need to see my parents. I need to see my sister. I need to see my, you know, my, my family. I would come home with my Sunday to relax and I get a phone call. 3 p.m., 4 p.m. James, Anna, I have a great idea. You need to go there and you need to go to the city. And there's a there's a lead that we have there. You gotta go investigate. I'm like, James, can you call me tomorrow morning? No, you have to fly out at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Can you can you please get on the plane? I'm like, James, okay, I'm with my family right now. He's which I but I love because listen, this man is so sold out to the country and sold out to the truth and exposing the truth. And I'm so grateful for him and the organization. They're amazing people and it's an honor and a blessing to work there. We got a few communists fired from the Department of State with our investigations. Um, James O'Keefe, that was me. But um, yeah. So talk to us, Anna, real quick about, you know, when you're 
called out on an assignment like that to do some stuff for undercover inside a, a, a particular party or an organization. Yeah. Kind of walk us through how that how that works. I mean, the first time you did it, obviously, sure. was your was your heart beating at three yeah, miles, miles a minute. <laughs> Were you sweating bullets? But she's a gambler. So. I had a poker face on. That's right. I had a little practice. It was through that. So you're 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 sitting yes. out there with this with this mission to go infiltrate some sort of group yes. or organization. Tell us kind of how that went down. So there's some things I, I can't share, but I will say this. We, we had good training. We had really good training. And so there was like a month we were training before we went out in the field. And, you know, we were training what kind of questions we ask, what things to look out for, being aware of the situation of what's around us. Um, nice ringtone. Yeah, nice. <laughs> right, he's he's, he's going to line up all these interviews and they just can't stop. Oh, that's yeah, okay. they just keep calling You're me. You're a wanted man. <laughs> You're a wanted man. Amen. So, um, so yeah, I mean, part of it, it's first of all, knowing who you're going after. So investigating them, what target you have, you know, what, what, what are they like? What are their hobbies? Maybe you might bump into them in the coffee store or because it's too obvious when you're looking undercover for someone and you go right into, you know, their campaign office. It's like, why don't you like Trump? Yeah. Yeah. What what are you doing to resist the government? What are you doing to resist the president of the United States? You know, what are you doing? Are we are we going to take him out of office? What are we going to do with the impeachment? You know, it's too obvious. So you have to do something a little bit more sly. And it was really fun. So getting to know them and and some there's two. I'll give you this little tip. There's two different kind of uh, investigations. You can do a long con investigation where you're actually going to be there long term. Like you're actually going to infiltrate the campaign and you might stay there for four or five months before you ask a question. That costs a lot of money. You need an organization that can pay for that. And uh, James did do that and once in a while still does that. But the other one is a short con. It's more of like a smash and grab. We call it a smash and grab. So you just kind of go and bump into them and ask them a question. A lot of times people are so not paying attention, they're blurted out. Politicians are way more polished, so they need a different approach. So you might not go right to the politician. That would be great. But you go with a campaign advisor or campaign manager or someone around them that's close, that actually knows them, that gives the story credibility. And what I love about James as well, which the New York Times, if only they could do the same thing, is before they release a story, and it's not just an anonymous tip, there's always corroboration. That's true journalistic integrity. You get two, three witnesses. We, I had many stories that we didn't release. Many stories. I wish I can share some of the things with Twitter and China that I found out. But we needed two witnesses. We need three witnesses. And he has such integrity. James has such integrity that he wouldn't release it without that. So there, which is the New York Times again, does not do, but attacked real journalists for doing their job. But um, that's so, kind of how it goes. So I know there's a group of them that yeah. you've mentioned before have this ego that's so big they just want to brag about what they do right. and they're so stupid they're just uncovering all the corruption that they're doing yeah when james told me i'm going to go to dc and i'm going to be living there for a few months and investigating some communists and some marxists and you know trying to expose those coming after trump um when he just got elected in 2016 this is in 2017 2018 so yeah they're in dc they're so braggadocious all they do is they just spew everything oh i do this and i i, I fight trump like this i'm like oh tell me what you do oh i leak to the media oh who who do you leak to you're a hero you're an amazing hero i'd love to take you for like a nice breakfast or brunch or something you're amazing can i bring a friend and you know and tell us more about it you're a hero to us like what are you doing how, who are you looking to? And you'll be surprised how many of these people are so prideful and so braggadocious that they'll tell the truth. Well, I'm never, camera. I'm never going to breakfast with you. <laughs> you'll find out everything about me. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, some things I didn't want to know. Right. I was like, I don't want to know this. But that is interesting. And, and, and it's so funny because obviously the left and the media just say that these aren't real videos. It's, it's, it's fabric. It's, it's edited and spliced. No, this came out of their mouth. It is what they said. And so, so we know when the media says something's not real, 
Yeah. Obviously it is. That's right. Everything we see, it's the opposite. Yes, exactly. So Anna, talk to us a little bit about, I know you, you do a lot of ministry work now. That's kind of your, your mission and your purpose. Talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. Well, I was an atheist liberal and then I had an encounter with Jesus. He showed me heaven and hell. I received the Lord, changed my life. I was broken, broken, just disgusted, like depressed, stressed out, anxious. I was fearful of everything. I was fearful to go on a plane. I was fearful to get in a car. I was so scared of everything. And it was the enemy trying to stop me from what I, what I had to do, you know, my destiny. So uh, when I received the Lord, all that literally felt to lift off of me. And I became uh, a Christian. And I heard the Lord say, you're going to do, well, actually I asked the Lord, I said, do you want me to go to medical school now? Because I for, went medical school to be a, a poker player. So Medical now, school to be a poker player? Yes. My parents are very proud of me. Mm. <laughs> so then I was like, you well, do I made more to... money as a poker player. Yeah. I did, actually. <laughs> Literally, I did. So praise the Lord. And she said she was on ESPN. Yeah, uh, World Series of Poker. Were the sunglasses and everything when you're... Um, I did when I started. When you start really playing professionally, you look like an amateur when you have the glasses on. Right. But, you know, once in a while, it's okay, but... You know, it's just funny when people wear the glasses and and the whole thing, and they sit like this. I'm like, okay, this person's a complete amateur. They just started playing poker. I'm gunning for him. So tell us, when you were on Survivor, <laughs> yeah. what were you in your place in life? Were you a, were you a believer? Were you still an atheist? Yeah. Were you kind of in the? So 2015 is when it, everything was shaken in my life. So 2015, I filmed in April of 2015. We got back home, and I woke up one morning a few days later, and my addiction to poker was gone. My addiction to Survivor was gone. Wow. I had an interest and a fascination looking into politics, but I couldn't understand why. I hate politics. What? Why no am kidding. I reading these Thomas Sowell books and Ben Shapiro books? And I love Milo Yiannopoulos. Who are these people? Why do I love them? You know? And then Trump goes down the escalator in June of 2015. And my mind and my brain is just scattered. And I knew he was telling the truth. I knew that he needs, we need him in the country. And so I... Um, then the show 2016 Survivor aired and I was mind blown because all my friends, Survivor friends, poker friends, fans, everyone, everyone that loves us hates Trump. So I'm thinking, okay, but I got to endorse him because I have a platform and it's growing and growing. People are looking and watching the show and watching. I have to endorse him. I have to say the truth about communism, how it destroyed my native country and how it's trying to infiltrate and has infiltrated and trying to destroy this country. It's all the roots of it is communism. All, all of it, all, all of it. That's what DC is. The right. district of communism. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's the USSR they're trying to make it, not the, you know, instead of the USA. Well, they're trying to make the USSA. So instead of, you know, the USA. So it's, it's, but you know what? God is so good, but he's, he, he, he's defeated the enemy. He's under our feet. The enemy is under our feet. So if once we proclaim the authority that we have that he's given us and say, no devil, back off this country, get your hands off the White House, get your hands off of D.C., get your hands off the states in Jesus' name, and we bind it, we pray, and we forgive them, and we have a love. I'm telling you, when I went undercover, God changed my heart. Because I went in there thinking, these people, these socialists, these Democrats, these communists, are all my enemies. I hate them. I hate them. I, I'm going to expose all of them. And then the more I spend time with them, I 95% of them are really sweet people. They don't have the purple hair. They don't have the green hair. They, they're totally normal. And, and they're like, well, you know, I want to, I, I, I love these people. I want to help them. And they don't realize there's the solution they're saying is Marxism and their heart is precious, but the solution is dangerous. And so that's a great quote. It is a great. Praise the Lord. I never said that before that came out. Yeah. Whoa. That just came out of my spirit. Cause I've never heard that before. I said that before. You might see it come out on TV. Wow. What did I say? There's, I don't even know what I said. Write that. Somebody write that down. But anyway, um, but seriously, it changed my heart, and I um, started realizing that they're not my enemy. And I walking love, walking in forgiveness, walking in peace, and hearing from the Lord. Now I'm, I'm sharper. So now that I have like the this, the natural training of Project Veritas. 
natural training of infiltrating and watching and observing and exposing. Now, with the spiritual element of now discerning in the spirit, seeing angels and demons and hearing the Lord speak what he wants exposed, now it's like, whew, now, it's an, now it's a spiritual army. It's way more dangerous for the enemy than just being like just these natural eyes. There's there's eyes on your heart that see in the spirit. It's way more dangerous for the enemy than that. Uh, and it's funny because the month I got ordained was the month the New York Times wrote a hit piece on me. And they targeted my reputation. And, he, and the enemy targeted, okay, who I really am and what I'm doing here. That was and I'm Satan. Like, that was Satan. It was not a coincidence. I was not surprised. Well, yeah. New York Times, you got out of that communist state, right? I did. And actually, uh, with that hit piece, media came knocking on my door, my mom's door, my dad's door. I, and actually, interestingly enough, the Lord told me, take your mom, send her to, send her to my sister's. And the next day I got her on a flight, that same day, media came knocking on the door. So God is so good. When you hear him and he, and you allow him to direct you, your, your walk is perfect. Your walk is clean and it's easy. My dad, on the other hand, talked to some media, but he said, no comment. I've trained him for years. No comment, dad. And it's funny because the New York Times alleged that I investigated the FBI, that James investigated the FBI. We never investigate the FBI. That's espionage. We don't investigate the DOD or the FBI or the CIA. I'm not a Russian spy. I'm, I may be born in Russia, but I'm not a spy. You know, I'm, 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 an, I'm a journalist. So, but anyways, but the devil will always attack your reputation and who you really are. But if you know who you are, and by the way, when I was an atheist liberal, I don't know who I was. I don't know what my purpose was. I don't know who I was. I was insecure. I was broken. I was miserable. I was depressed. When I know I'm the child of God. So I know who I am and you can't shake my faith. No one can shake my faith. Praise God. No one can shake who, who I am and what I'm meant to do. And God is so good because he's so merciful with us. So like, tell me this. Yeah. When you were raised or born or you were growing up an atheist liberal, what, I mean, up until what age were you an atheist liberal? Ooh, um, I had an encounter with God when I was 18, but I didn't know it was God. It so was the Holy Spirit. What's, what's so I got like? saved in twenty when I was ten years later when I was twenty-eight. So what's it like living as an atheist liberal? And what's your, what's a what's a life a day in the life of an atheist liberal like? I mean, are you honestly lost? like look like look around? It's just you just if you can sense a discernment in the spirit, it's just like this like almost like I wasn't a zombie. Now you can see zombies, but it's just not unaware. It's like they're in the spirit. They have these blindfolds on. In the natural, they're just walking. They don't know. They're they're in the world. They're clubbing and dancing, and everything's great. But inside, they're miserable. That's how I was. Okay. And you can't explain why you're so unhappy. You just like you're trying to fill it with alcohol, drugs. I mean, thank God I didn't do drugs, but just all these things that will cannot fill that void of that hole in your heart that only God can fill. Yeah. And when I really, really realized that Jesus is real, He cleansed me and He filled my heart. I was fully satisfied. I knew who I was. I knew I was made in heaven, and I knew that my home is not this earth. It's temporary. I knew my home is up. Is up. That's what he said. Up is home. Up is what I was created for. I didn't know what that meant. I was like, up? Okay, I'm up. I didn't think God. I didn't know God, but I, I slowly he, he, he exposed himself. And so um, walking in the world, it was, I was, I'm very blessed. I'm not one of the DSA people. You know what I mean? I, it could have been me. It could have been you. It could have been your kids. By the grace of God, it's not us. Our job is not to judge them. Our job is to love them into the truth. Because there's no other way. You can't fight evil with evil. So if they're bitter and angry and unforgiving and hate us, we can't hate them back because then we're both on the, we're both wrong. In God's eyes, we're both wrong and God cannot move. So when you walk in love and forgiveness, I was, I shared on stage, 
if Joe Biden, as a Christians here, the Bible says, if you don't forgive others, Jesus won't forgive you. Right. So if Joe Biden walked in here, how many people would forgive him right now? How many people would say, God bless you, Joe Biden. I'm praying for you. Or how many people would say, F you, with their F Biden hat on? So so my, my person wants to, I, I don't know if I want to hate them, but I despise them. Listen, you, you can hate the evil, mm -hmm. but you can hate the sin, but you don't hate the sinner. So that's it's hard. not your, I know it's it's not easy. And that's, that's why it's the grace of God. And it's walking and praying for them. Praying actually really helps. That was the hardest thing was to pray for Joe Biden. I was like, I don't want to pray for him. God's like, you better. I said, I so do you still pray for Joe Biden? I do. Is it hard still? Nancy. No, it's, it's honest. Not? It's so easy now. Really? I kid you not. Even right now I have, while I'm saying his name, I feel a love for him. He doesn't, you have no, it's when God showed me hell. When you see the realm of hell and that it's not, a 65 year life it's eternity with torment on you can't even imagine the torment in there the screams and the anguish and the pain you see listen god is a gentleman he will honor you so in if in this life you want nothing to do with him and i'm good i don't need god god will honor that because you'll spend all eternity without him he's not going to force you into heaven against your will right. it's your choice and the devil keeps us blinded and angry and bitter at our people around us and god when you take the blindfold off and you're like, wait a second. Oh, God is so good. He, This is how good our, our God is. He sent his only son to die for us, to take all of our punishment that we deserve on him. He was unrecognizable on the cross. Jesus was naked on the cross, beaten, whipped, spit out. He didn't do anything. All he did was preach truth. And imagine, I think about this. If you're, I'm not a parent yet, but as a parent, I'm sure you guys are parents, but if you have a, a child, would you allow your beautiful child that you love and you created and you love so much to die for not a world that loves you, but a world that hates you. Would you sacrifice your own child for a world that hates you and him? It's the complete opposite. Complete opposite. No way you would give it up for hate. No, exactly. But that's how much the father loves and loves through the hate. So we can't be one to say, I'm a child of God, but Joe Biden is horrible and I hate him because you are not a child of God. First John chapter two says, if you don't love the people that you see, how can you love a God that you don't see? So, and again, it's not my love, it's supernatural, overflowing. So yes, when I hear his name, I actually smile. I have a peace because I've truly forgiven him. And it, and people say, you know, how do you know you forgive someone? And, and I, for example, let's say an ex-boyfriend, like, oh, I forgive him, but someone mentions his name and I'm like, oh, I feel a pain. <laughs> that little that little pinprick in my heart. Oh, yeah. You actually, I actually, the Lord told me you actually didn't forgive him. I said, what do you mean? Yes, I did. Lord's like, you can't even hear his name. You did not forgive him. I said, oh my goodness, I did it. Lord, I forgive him. And I started praying for him and I have a love for him and I see him as a brother now. Not as an enemy, not as an ex, but as a plus brother. That's a whole new perspective. I've never heard that. Oh yeah. That's, that's a whole new, did you talk about that from stage? I, I don't have the time to talk about it. I talk about it on my YouTube channel. Okay, all right. <laughs> She's probably talked more to us than she did them. I did, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Think, think of all 3,000 people that are at this event. The Reawake America Tour of Branson heard that message and actually were able to pray for Joe Biden instead of wearing oh. the hats. Okay, so you're with Joe. I did mention that on stage. I didn't mention the ex, but I mentioned Joe Biden. What if he walked in right now? Would you forgive him? The place went quiet. I actually had took a moment because my pastor told me, she saw this when we were praying this morning. She said, take a moment, have people apologize, forgive one another. First, it starts with the family. So I said, husbands, look at your wives, forgive one another. Children, look at your parents. Parents, look at your children. Ask them for forgiveness. 
Now we can forgive our people that are outside our family. Now we can forgive Joe Biden. Now we're in alignment with God and God can move on our behalf. Because 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, God will not hear your prayers, right? The Lord, it said, the Bible says, if you don't humble yourself, that's called, you, pride is, I'm not going to forgive him. I didn't do anything wrong. No, God said, humble yourself. Seek his face and pray. God will hear our prayers and answer them and move. So if we're we're wondering why God's not moving, because everyone's like, oh, this sucks. They hate them. It's <laughs> President Biden. I've been guilty of that. I've said I hate Biden. God said, check your heart, daughter. Check your heart, because I will not move if that's, that's your heart. So good. That's you a know, whole I, perspective. I have a real problem because I look forward to tribunals. <laughs> Well, you know what? I look forward to God <laughs> executing justice. But the Bible also says don't rejoice. And the, actually, the Lord a few, a few days ago reminded me, don't rejoice when the judgment comes. Lest I stop the judgment. Meaning, judgment is going to come. We're praying for their souls, but that the Lord said the mercy door is closed. It's judgment time. There's justice and judgment comes together. So it's justice for us judgment for them but if you have bitterness in your heart if you have anger unforgiveness in your heart when the tsunami of justice and judgment comes if you're not on the side of love you're going to be swept away with them and you can be a christian wow and go to hell wow. there's many christians in hell. we had amanda grace on yesterday and this is pretty much uh right now the grace level right here yeah. well, amanda's a good friend and, and oh, yeah you know we're praise god we're all preaching the same message because it's like you have to forgive you have to if you and right i just want to take a moment right now if this is you and you're watching right now just say jesus first of all forgive me of all my sins lord cleanse me of my unrighteousness check my heart lord help me Lord, help me love my mom. Help me love my sister. Help me love my husband. Help me love my children. Help me love my enemies, Lord. Help me love Joe Biden and pray for him, Lord. It's not easy. But I'm telling you, at first it was so hard, but now I pray for them. And, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, I have such a love for them. If I would see him now and say, I love you, Joe, my God bless you. You know, Jesus has such a calling in your life because the devil is using him. And he doesn't know he's blind. So when he dies, he's going to hell all eternity. And sure, I, I, I wished it on Hillary Clinton back in 2016. <laughs> I was like, whoop, she deserves it. But you've been converted since then. But that, exactly. And then God said, but you deserve it too. Why are you, why are you now you're doing my job, daughter? Right. You're judging her life. You're playing God. So the Bible says, you, the, the, the amount that you judge others, God will judge you. So if you, if you judge them through love and joy and oh, they, know, they don't know better, oh, God's like, good. amen. It's all, it is so important, you guys, to be right with God right now, today. Not just for the country, but for your soul's sake. Because I'm telling you, all the prophets are confirming the same word. God is about to move. And if you have bitterness against your wife or bitterness or you have committing adultery, whatever it may be, cheating or stealing or this or that, God, you're going to be part of the judgment. You're not going to be part of the blessings that God pours out. So you want to be Deuteronomy 28. There's, there's, see, I want to say this. God's promises are conditional. God's love is unconditional, but God's promises are conditional. He's a man of his word. In Deuteronomy 28, it says, if you love me, if you walk in humility, if you walk in righteousness, you will be blessed. But if you walk in hatred, if you walk in condemnation, if you walk in anger and in sin, you will be judged and you will be, you'll be judged harshly. So it, so his promises are conditional. He's a gentleman. He's not going to force you into heaven against your will. It's your choice to pick love 
or to preach hate. And I'll say one more last thing, and this is something I've learned going undercover as well. This is kind of like a message I shared on stage too, that it really changed my heart because I realized that the left preaches true love without truth. Oh, that's good. very good. And our side, a lot of times, preaches truth without love. Truth and love go together. God is truth and God is love. That's Him. So when you're a child of God, you tap in the truth and the love and that comes out. So not only is it truth that's not just hitting their mind, it's hitting their spirit. It's breaking that love out of them and taking the, taking the blindfolds off, taking the chains off. Now they can walk in truth and love with you as a brother and sister like we were destined to be. And that is what's going to save this nation. It's not going to be blah, 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 arguing, arguing, you're a communist, you're a pedophile. You're, you know how many, I've talked to the left and they're like, I, I'm a, you're a pedophile. People are like, well, they call me a pedophile, so I, I hate the right. And it's, it's a nice guy, you know. And it's just like, you're a pedophile, you're a communist. Not everyone's a pedophile and a communist. Sure, you know, we pray for their soul too, you know what I mean? But, but it's just this anger and this bitterness and this unforgiveness. God will not hear our prayers if we have iniquity in our heart, the Bible says. So again, being right with God, being right with each other, being right with your husband, your family, and be right with God. Then, then watch him move. You can just sit back and say, thank you, Jesus. And sometimes he'll use you. You know, we don't just sit and pray. We actually put action into what our prayers. But watch God move in this country, in your family, in your personal life. And that is when we're going to see the country come back together and the communists and the devils pushed out. Wow. That's like so, the best church service I've been to in years. <laughs> and we, we know they go about every Sunday. We know that God gives us discernment. Yeah. I hope that you use that to not say you love Joe Biden in one of these events. I did anyway. You did. I did not say. She's just fine. Well, it was a moment. It was like a moment of silence. I didn't even ask for it. <laughs> Everybody went numb. Yeah, I was like, let me ask you a question. If Joe Biden comes in. Would you ask? Would you? Would you say I love you? God bless you, and I forgive you, or or like you know love on him. Quiet. Silent. Definitely silent. silent. Has have you guys forgiven him? Quiet. I said okay. Well, Jesus, God said, if you don't forgive them, I won't forgive you. There's work to be done. And it was so beautiful because they turned. They put. It was so powerful by the grace. It was so so powerful. But any guys, it was a pleasure. Thank you. So much. Appreciate it. Awesome. Amen. This is see. This is church. When you said this is church service, well, praise God. First of all, it's all Him. It's not even me. I can't even take any credit because I was like a complete idiot growing up. You know. And it's all God and revelation, reading the Bible. There's so much truth, so much wisdom in there. It's all the nuggets that help me in my life every day. And churches, the Bible says, where two, three are gathered in my name. This is church right here. Us praising the Lord, us giving him the glory, us talking to our sisters and brothers watching. This is church. So tell us, Anna, where can our viewers and our audience find you and keep yeah. up with you? You can email me if you have any prayer request or anything you want to share, a testimony or a question. You can email me at gatheringbride at gmail.com. Gatheringbride at gmail.com. The ministry is called Gathering Bride Ministries. So. Do you have social media? Do I have do have Twitter. Don't follow me on Instagram. I never post anything, but follow, you can follow me on Twitter. YouTube? Are you on YouTube? YouTube as well. Yes. YouTube. Yeah, Great. on YouTube. Yeah. There we go, guys. I'm right. Amanda Kate. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your help. We appreciate you coming okay. on. Patriots are good. What did I say? Amanda. Amanda. Uh, no, but Amanda's a good friend. I'm sorry. No, no, no it's always good. I feel like we added to this, even though we're not going to edit it. That was, that Kate, was a good moment. Sorry about that. No, it's good. Thank you for coming on and sharing all this true wisdom and truth with our viewers. Oh, it's an honor it's, and it's, it's awesome. We're glad to meet you. Thanks for joining us. Bye, all right. Guys. God bless Thanks you. Thanks for watching. Take care. Bye. See you.